Thank you. It, it's Hoboken, and oh, yeah. uh, it's an old city. It is. I've seen it a few times from the train on my way up to New York. It's You've passed my building. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, chat, fellow listeners, our loyal followers, we are back again tonight with another humble episode of our little podcast and tonight we have a friend i don't know if you guys remember uh Dwayne cerny from earlier this year but this is uh this is one of Dwayne's friends brad uh and we are super happy to have him on because any friend of Dwayne's is obviously a friend of ours um so we're excited to talk to brad tonight so brad without much further yammering i'll let you kind of talk about yourself for a second and then uh we got a little um little trailer for the for the listeners to listen to about your current project. Okay, Ben, so you're going to let me yammer about myself. I'm going to let you yammer. Go off. Do it. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Alex, for having me on. I'm here to talk about Around the Sun, an episodic audio drama slash anthology radio play series of original content created by me and performed by some voices that you know about to give you some stories that you will soon know. So I think Ben has a trailer for our third season. This is, again, an audio drama available wherever you listen to podcasts. It's scripted content. We're going into our third season this fall 2023. So here is an exclusive, played for the very first time, trailer for that season soon to launch. 
I'm so excited. Ben, play it, <laughs> dude. Play it, it dude. right now. Come on, play it. <laughs> oh, come on. You can tell me it's not going to work right now. Not like this. I've already tested it. Hold on. Uh, One second. Well, how about this? In the interim, I'll tell you that our mutual Coming up on Around the Sun. Journey, he appears in season two in a cameo role opposite Caroline Aaron and Jenny Kwan in season two, episode two titled fallout girls but now we're moving fallout. into season three season three Fallout girls all right here we go i'm gonna play a little bit here we go now i got it coming up on around the sun ho, ho, ho. merry christmas it's all just as i remember this will be our third season of original scripted content created for you it's tradition what have you been doing this whole time set in tundra this year watch out for the icy patches i said i was sorry with human connections all in the same family consider it a metaphor so season two had a bit of a desert but will the absence of you watch out for the icy patches i said i was sorry i can give you a little there's an original song in season three called the arthropod song and if i start to sing it i'm probably not going to remember all of the words but it's sung by Grammy Award winner Dr. Francois Clemens, who is best known for playing Officer Clemens on 25 seasons of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah, so he appears in this. You'll hear his voice in a moment. And they're all going to say their names. Otherwise, I would share them with you, <laughs> but that might be redundant. No, so I, uh, I actually, let's I see. see. I already, so I tried to get it to where y'all could hear it as well. Um, but I did play the trailer um, already, so they've already they heard it. Oh, but yeah, that's oh, why cool. I, so I didn't for some reason it didn't it didn't come through for y'all, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, so they they heard it. So people uh, heard it. They did. Did they like it? I did. Well, oh see. good. Uh, yeah, more than likely. So pretty much, so four out of the five members of my family, I'm the lone member that's not with them right now. But the the rest of the fam is all together because I'm actually getting ready to leave to go see them on tuesday but they're all in the kitchen listening right now so they all heard it Hi. well thank you ben's family i hope you dug the trailer and thank you ben and alex for playing it i'm i'm pretty sure i heard it i was listening to it i was watching it, the stream yeah i heard it yeah oh, okay all right good okay well, hopefully I wasn't talking over it looking like a fool <laughs> no i heard brad i i literally was like is brad does he have like notes written down of like okay at like twenty two seconds like say this because you were you were commenting right in stride with it and it was perfect. I was synchronous. You were. Okay. Yeah. We no. The, absolutely. Uh, we get the exclusive first look at the trailer along with director's commentary. Awesome, but at the same time, that means Ben's family missed my old soft shoe. Mm. Next time. Next time. We'll get it next time. <laughs> so um. So that's so we're entering our your third season of this uh, yes. anthology drama on the podcast platform, and I did look at some of the names. You've got some Grammy winners in there. You got some Emmy winners. Yeah. Um. So that's super cool. So how did this drama series come together? Yeah. So like many new media projects it starts out of the pandemic or at least the desire to make these formerly 10 minute plays 
live more permanently in the universe that manifested during the pandemic. And as just implied, some of these now episodes had been produced as 10 minute plays in different 10 minute play circuits throughout mm. the country for probably about a decade. And when the pandemic came, I was lucky enough to have pre-existing relationships, mentorships with some of the talent that's part of season one. Marsha Mason, Austin Pendleton, Vincent Pastor, Maureen Van Zant, among them. They all agreed to lend their voices to some of the characters and some of the episodes in season one. Vincent Pastor even did an audio video episode with me that lives online. It's our only audio video episode to date. So I think the fact that those awesome folks lent their time, spirit, and talent to this project made it a little bit easier for some other folks mm. who maybe didn't know me as well or weren't really sure what my intentions were. It gave them the trust that they needed, the right. validation that they needed to sign on to the project. It is a professional project, so all of these folks are SAG actors, SAG after actors, and as such, we all, me included, because I'm in a couple episodes, participated and signed on to whatever the agreement was for a given season. So mm -hmm. season one, season two, and now season three all have different SAG after agreements attached to them. And it's been a really cool learning experience. And these days I'm writing for the medium. So right. season two, which we referenced before, and season three, about to launch in fall 2023, these episodes were created just for this audible medium. So what what would you say your target audience is? It, if you're, you know, just a, a random person on the street walking up to you and you're like, oh, I have this complete experience, what, what person are you looking for? Well, first of all, Alex, I'm never really good at the extroverted hard sell like our <laughs> pal Dwayne is. I'm never really as good at pushing this project as I would like to be. So again, I thank you and Ben for giving me this platform, this hour of your time and your listeners' time. Um, but I would say this project is for people who appreciate new work, who appreciate an original scripted project created by a genuinely independent artist, that being me, with the talent, the voice acting abilities of personalities who they likely already know and love. And even if some of the names I just mentioned, maybe you're familiar with one or two of them, and maybe some of your listeners are familiar with all four of them, the cast at this point cuts across about 30 actors, 30 plus actors. And, you know, yes, there's film actors in it and mentioned Grammy winners. There's a number of theater actors. There's a real housewife of New Jersey, Ben. Oh, no. Dolores Catania <laughs> lends her talents oh. to a given episode. Episode four of season one titled Red Light with my friend Dave LaRosa. And uh, Dave is a independent content creator, just like you guys are, just like I am. And Taylor Perdee is in season two. He's a singer-songwriter. So I like to think that our ensemble voice acting cast 
all professional cut across for everyone. So we have a 420 episode or two. We have a <laughs> Wall Street episode. We have an episode. There is an episode, a season that is a solo performance. Oh. I reference Dr. Francois Clemens. Hopefully I wasn't talking over my own trailer, but Dr. Clemens lends his vocal talents in addition to a monologue performance to season one. Piper Laurie, best known for her Academy Award nominated work in Carrie Mm. and The Hustler and Children of a Lesser God. She does a solo performance in season two as a grandmother talking to her hyperactive grandchild. That episode is titled Coyotes. And season three, we have Estelle Parsons, Academy Award winner for Bonnie and Clyde. And currently seen on The Connors and before that, oh gosh, dozens and dozens of episodes of the original Roseanne from the 1990s. And a Broadway mainstay and all that stuff. No one's just one credit right. and they've lent their time and talents to this and to get back to alex's question about what would i share with people i we have a couple of sports episodes we have an episode about two actresses trying to make it on the great white way we have business oriented episodes academic oriented episodes only one political episode because i'd like to think i'm smarter than to just you know steer directly into all that divisiveness <laughs> but for those who are interested david allen Bache and alicia reiner give a very humorous take to the politics of 2021 mm. in our episode titled upper west gotcha. so there's... what else you got i'm ready <laughs> so there's something for, <laughs> something for everyone in 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 these episodes um and yeah, for sure. There's, they're not. Um, it's not like episode. I guess it's not like episodic, right? There are they all kind of like standalone, like little ep- like episodes that you can go through, or is there kind of like a tie-in through each season? That one, they do stand alone as self-contained independent pieces, and at the same time, within each season, they're all wed together by mm. themes of human connections, made and missed, with some existential flair i've kind of realized that my writing skews in an existential way even if i didn't set out to do that deliberately so yeah and i guess at the core since the original first season most of those episodes were produced as 10 minute plays through the years at the core Mm -hmm. it skews toward a theatrically inclined audience but since the episodes in seasons two and now three are written for this medium. Can't say exclusively it's for an audience of thespians, but <laughs> people who want to kind of, you know, 420 or otherwise, let their minds just kind of fill in the blanks for them. This is old school radio dramas, mm. except we don't call it a radio mm. drama. It's the podcast landscape, so an audio yeah. drama. But if you think about what your grandparents or your great-grandparents might have shared with you about The Shadow or Orson Welles and all that stuff, I know my grandparents shared that stuff with me. Not the content, because things weren't recorded back then, but experience of sitting sitting around the radio, actors acting out a story with voice and voice alone, affecting a character with just voice. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and using their imaginations to create that visual world, the listener freeing their mind, freeing their head, as it were, to populate what's going on in the scene. That's what Around the Sun harkens back to. Right. Yeah, no, because I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I remember uh, reading about and doing a little bit of like learning on when uh, War of the Worlds was first broadcast over the radio when they read that and people lost their minds for a minute because they thought it was an actual, uh, like something that actually was going on. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, wait, yeah. no, never mind. Hold on. This is just somebody, they're just reading a story. This is not actual, the aliens have not touched down. <laughs> Right, except for they do in Around the Sun Season 2, Episode 10, and I get to play one of those aliens opposite the aforementioned Piper Laurie. So we have that. We bring it. Yes, I love it. Well, and any day now, they're going to be making touchdown for real, you know, so. Let no, me ask it, you guys a question. Yes, Do you please. think we're alone out there? Oh, brother. You have opened Buckle the entire up. can of worms for Alex right now. <laughs> um, okay. No, I will, I'm going to answer first because my answer is going to be way shorter than Alex's. Um, <laughs> I would find it very hard to believe that we were the only thing beings in the entire universe. But as vast as it is, there's I would find it very hard to believe that we were the one, the one thing that just found life on one planet. Um, I try to make a joke out of it sometimes and say that, you know, we're not the only side project that the creator, whatever you believe in, uh, <laughs> I like that. has. I feel like there's little pods of experiments going on all around the world. And sometimes the experiments get loose and come visit the other experiments. My official statement on this at this point in time is um, I, I truly believe that there are a alien species that are underneath our ocean at this point in time. Underneath I think, our ocean. Yeah, I yeah. think that all the evidence leads us to believe that. Um with with the fact that they have crafts that will go into the ocean and submerge themselves and not come back out. And the fact that the ocean is the, the last frontier of our ocean, or our, not our ocean surface, but our earth surface that we haven't explored that final depth yet. Um, I, I, I truly believe that there is an alien species that has found some sort of propulsion system that they can go under the water or they can go in the air or they can do whatever they want. And their hubs are in the ocean. So there you go. Okay. Well, maybe I'll have to bring a future season into the ocean. You might have to. You got if a you bit do of that, Brad, right I think you should hire me as a voice actor because I would be happy to play like a maybe like an alien or like maybe maybe a ocean explorer that happens upon some aliens. You okay. Know? Okay. Well, what an honor. I mean, you both have such rich voices. I've listened to a number of your episodes <laughs> in addition to the oh, episode with Dwayne. That means a lot. With Dwayne. <laughs> I will be happy. Who, to, I'll if be... you've read his book, has his own sci-fi mm -hmm. blanket.
I missed that, Ben. You broke up. Oh, no, you're good. We kind of, I think we both kind of like lagged a little bit at the same time. No, I I missed that too, Brad. Ben was breaking up. Do you think it's an alien invasion? (laughs) The desk, is that why everything's going wrong? Do you have the desk in your house right now? My computer is on the desk. No, I don't have the desk. <laughs> no, I can't yeah, that, well, that desk that Ben, your your vocals are like thirty seconds behind us. Sick. At least for me, anyway. You know, it's Brad. Is it? Is it for me it, too? Are, okay. Yeah. And I only care because. I feel like I'm not answering everything Ben is asking. No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Are, are you caught back up, Ben? I Hopefully. I don't know. My internet's pretty bad. Uh, it shouldn't be, but it, it's bad because I'm on Wi-Fi and not hardwired in. I think I think we're aliens. (laughs) I'll I'll cut all of this out in the live episode. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna clap real quick. That way, it'll give me a spike in the audio, so this will I'll know when to when to clip this. Yeah, my uh, my internet is trying its best right now, but it's uh, I gotta I gotta figure something out. Ben, can you hear me? Ben, when you hear this, hold up a number two sign. Okay, perfect. All right, we're 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 good. All right. Anyway, aliens—they are real, Brad. <laughs> Couldn't be any stranger than how we all got here. Yeah, no kidding. That's a—that's another topic in general. But um... so the aliens are part of our season two in the desert, and at the same time, what the aliens helped me to communicate as a writer is this notion of existentialism and how small we are in the universe. We're all our own unique selves with purpose here in the world, on this plane, in our time, doing our best. And yet in the infinity of it all, it feels like we're just an itty bitty bitty piece of sand on top of a grain of sand on top of a grain of sand. And that's an idea that gets played with throughout all three seasons. Aliens being just one manifestation of how small we are in the universe. So in, in all of the people that you have, you know, you have such a, uh, a list of individuals that, have a lot of accolades behind their name how did you come to meet these people connect with these people you know i'm not expecting you to go down the list and be like oh this person i met through this and you know but like in general 
how have you connected with these individuals? Sure. Well, it comes back to a core group of half a dozen folks who I had previous relationships with, mentorships with, friendships with, who trusted me and knew my intentions and knew my work and were comfortable enough to say yes to the project. That was back during the early days of the pandemic and quarantine and social distancing and their buy-in to the project made it easier for people I didn't know to say yes to the project. And mixed in there, in addition to some of the names I, I previously dropped are people like Joanna Bonaro, who is a friend and a content creator herself. And it's not it's not just people I know, it's not just people with a platform, it's not just friends and fellow content creators. I would like to think it's a good good mix of folks. And then of course there's some people who when I started writing for this audio drama medium, I would think, well, gee, wouldn't this be great if so-and-so said yes to it? I can hear so-and-so's voice in my head, or it's this type of a person and who plays that type really well. I've been very, very lucky in having pitched this project to their teams, their agents, managers, and otherwise to get my first picks for these roles when I haven't known the people as I have with Joanna and Dave and Taylor and so on. So it's a combination of just being in the right place at the right time and having good friends, basically. Yeah, good friends like Dwayne, who appears in the project. And also, you know, it'd be better if Dwayne was here to speak on my behalf because uh, I'm not the best self-promoter, but they have to believe in the project. So whether they know me or not, they have to find value in the work, just like you, Alex, and you, Ben, and me, Brad, we wouldn't want to sign our names to something that was going to make us look like a fool. They have to find the merit in the work and the part that I'm offering to them, whether they have a platform and are heavily credentialed or they're a friend who's a fellow content creator, they have to believe they're a good fit for the role that I'm offering. And they also have to believe that the role that I'm offering is worth its salt. The professional actors who are in the project spend a lot of their days, as I understand it, reading scripts. And mm -hmm. I don't speak for anyone other than myself, but I imagine that the number of scripts they say no to exceeds the number of scripts that they say yes to. And to that end, they have to believe in the work that's being pitched to them and and find find a way to make it their own find an angle that they believe in has to be truthful for them right it's gonna be like uh which am I still delayed? oh you're good you're good ben go oh, ahead okay i was gonna say hopefully i'm not so delayed i had to open the door maybe the wi-fi is actually gonna come through now um <laughs> Just lost my entire train of thought. Go ahead, Alex. I'll kind of regather myself here in a second. 
Well, I, w- I was just going to say it's a, it's a very interesting situation, but it's a inspiring type situation where you can agree to what you want to be a part of and at the same time turn down maybe something that doesn't, you know, light your fire proverbially. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. And, you know, if you're talking about an Oscar nominee, an Oscar winner, not that the accolades define the person, but they're getting pitched to a lot. So they have to, they have to find something in the piece that speaks to them. Right. And so I would say that's probably a credit as well. And and in terms of, I guess I'm delete again. We can hear you. Okay, good. No, you're you're sure. good, Ben. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say that's just probably a credit to your writing as well, Brad. That that these big names with all the uh, these accolades attached to them uh, have decided to sign on to your project uh, because you've you've put your your characters forth uh, well, in in such a way that they've said, yeah, I can make this person my own and I can add my own flair to this. Uh, but I would say that like how you've written these characters for your for your audio drama is has spoken to them and they've they've latched onto that so that's a that's a credit to your writing as well thank you ben i i appreciate that and as one of the personalities in season three katie mclean who's a three-time emmy winner recently said to me you know the project is also giving them work. So mm-hmm. when there's good synergy there, when it's mutually beneficial and, and they can see themselves interpreting a given role, and I clearly wanted them for a given role, everybody wins. Right. Of course, going back to the earlier days of pandemic, what was anyone else doing? That doesn't mean that these folks are still going to sign their names onto any project that crosses their desk, but it was definitely easier to get people to, you know, hey, kids, let's put on a show back when the whole world was shut down. Right. And in season two and season three, like I said, I've still gotten my top choices for every role I've pitched outside of my network, but, 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 but I've noticed that the timelines have kind of protracted a little bit. Things have gotten a bit longer to get to yes. And at the same time, we have gotten to yes. And and I appreciate what Ms. McLean just said a week or so ago around, yes, you're grateful to have these people in the project and remember that the project is is giving them work. Mm-hmm. So both both are true. Good synergy. Right. Brad, Brad, I'd just like you to know that I was just about to say that your work is like super phenomenal and it's really, really cool. And like right before Ben said, uh, like, oh, you have all these like cool people in your cast. I was just about to say like, oh, you have a really cool people like in your cast. And uh, so he beat me to it. But I was I was going to say like, hey, good work, man. Like your your cast is really nice. It's, it's, well, it's thank cool. Thank you. We've been podcasting. I, I don't want to put you gentlemen <laughs> on the spot, but I'm tempted to ask if you have a favorite episode because I have a feeling, uh, or let me say it this way: 
Alex, I'm going to give you a homework assignment. Take a listen to season two, episode seven, titled Lonely oh. Planet with Bruce Valanche and Mindy Cohn. And then take a listen to season one, also episode seven, okay. Wall Street, starring Maureen Van Zandt and Joanna Bonaro. I think you'll feeling you'll appreciate them. Okay. And there's a there's a Jersey invocation in our very first episode with uh, <laughs> Austin Pendleton and Marsha Mason. So, and there's Dolores in season one, episode four, Red Light. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I will take a listen to that, and when I do, I will email you my thoughts. I I listened to a few from uh, season two, and I thought it was episode five that was the alien episode, but I couldn't remember for sure. So maybe it is like seven. And you know, I'm doing this without my notes. I know it's somewhere near the middle of the season. And those little <laughs> aliens, they pop up throughout season two. I, oh, I know they do. I know they do. And like I said, I, I, I thought it was maybe five, but it might be seven also. But yeah, I, I listened a to a few, Brad. Yeah, I listened to a few. Uh, glad you enjoy them. I'm glad you dug them. Uh, uh, again, any time that Dwayne Cerny says, hey, you need to listen to this or you need to have this person on, that's that's something that I'm going to listen to or, or uh, you know, entertain the option of having somebody on for. So I, Dwayne, I, I enjoy him. No one does anything alone. So, yes, I write everything and I'm the primary producer, the executive producer of all this stuff. But Dwayne is among a handful of folks who are friends of the project. And this year, Dwayne is an associate producer on the project. And is he his really? friendship and his desire to help get the word out about Around the Sun. So thank you, Dwayne. Shout of course, out to Dwayne. Of course, Dwayne's an associate producer. Yeah, that that definitely tracks for for Dwayne. <laughs> he's, he's good guy, good networker. He is. He and is genuine. indeed. And something else I've learned in doing this project is, with respect to all the personalities who are attached to it, that acting is what they do, and they are people. And this is intuitive. We all know this, but to really work with them and, and give direction. They are people and they want to connect just the same as I want to connect with them and not in a tell me about this credit or this thing that you're most known for, but they want to connect. They want direction. They want to know motivations for the character and, and they have something unique to contribute as well. Even if, even if, I might be partial to one or two of their best known roles. They're a professional actor. They're a professional artist. So when they come into the project, they don't want to do, you know, Sally Struthers doesn't want to do a variation of Gloria Stivic or Babette from the Gilmore Girls or, right. or yeah. I'm the baby. I'm the baby. If you're old enough <laughs> to remember Dinosaurs, that was another one of her TV shows. She doesn't want to do that. She did right. that already. She's coming in like everyone with a body of work, but also her own interpretation of 
in her case, what Mrs. Truitt, who appears in season one, episode two, should be. And Mrs. Truitt is a stranger on the subway, and Sally was inspired casting for that. I was very, very ecstatic when she said yes to the project. I didn't know her personally, but um, it was the voice that I had in my head. She said yes, and she had a very uh, clear idea of who Mrs. Truett was, which differed a little bit from who I thought Mrs. Truett was, but she's bringing her professional lens and experience to that role. And now that I've heard her do it and it's preserved forever, I can imagine it being done any other way. Right. Um, so I, I do have this, this other question and I mean, we don't have to name names if this ends up being true, but I know you've you've basically hand selected everyone that you want to be on there. Has there been anyone that was just like harder to work with than say some of the other voice, <coughs> excuse me, talent that you've come that you wanted on there? Has just is it just everybody's just been amazing the entire time? Wow, genuinely ben, what a no, question. and it's a great question. Genuinely no, and everyone's been awesome to work with and I'm very grateful that they've all said yes to this project. I have found as a writer, I loved writing abstract pieces, especially now that I'm writing pieces exclusively for the audio drama landscape and the abstract pieces sometimes are quick to intellectualize and acting I think is very intuitive and very mm -hmm. emotional. So I found that there is a good deal more of back and forth and processing things when there's an abstract piece. So I referenced a 420 episode. Nothing is exclusively a 420 episode, but <laughs> Richard Klein and Jenny Kwan appear together in season two, episode four, titled Off the Reservation. I won't tell you what comes from off the reservation, but let's just say it's pure and authentic and untouched. Um, it gets a little abstract and trippy towards the end of it where we're, we're kind of, uh, how should I say this, distorting, distorting what's really happening for the listening audience and what's maybe a hallucination or a dissociation for Mr. Klein's character yeah. and the process of getting there is amazing. It's just communicating or making sure we're all on the same page about what's real, what's abstract, what's maybe a hallucination or a dissociation. Mm. And there's a handful of episodes like that. I mentioned Katie McLean before coming up in season three there's an episode that she and Robert Fanaro, who's been in The Sopranos as a series regular, but also a number of Scorsese films, including The Irishman. Oh, great movie. They, yeah, and he's just an amazing guy. And friends with Vin and Maureen and a friend of the project. And I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to work with him and Katie on this episode titled Christmas Past. It's not out there yet. It's coming out later this fall but we're playing with what's happening in the present and what's happening in the past and their actor instincts are so spot on and in sync with my writing and at the same time all three of us and there's more to the production team than the three of us but everyone 
in that recording session has to be on the same page about what's real, what's imagined, because at the end of the day, it it should it should land cleanly on the listener's ear. Mm. That was a very cool Great. episode to to record with them, and Jack Quint also plays a fun cameo role. Brad, talking to you, um, A just puts a smile on my face because well, thank you, it, Alex. what 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 I'm gonna say I I mean in no disrespect whatsoever. Um I get the impression that for you it really doesn't matter if like five people listen to what you're producing. Or if 500,000 people listen to what you're producing. And and it's in the same realm of what Ben and I do on this podcast. Um, it's, it's no secret that Ben and I don't have a podcast that's like on the top 500, you know, podcasts or whatever on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. But, but what we do, we do because we enjoy doing it. And we enjoy talking to the people that we talk to. And man, I, I'm not saying this just because we're interviewing you right now. Like I'm picking up the joy yeah. that you put into your writing. Like you make me happy talking about what you are clearly putting in a lot of joy. Yeah. You're so about? passionate about this project, and it's def- oh. it's it's coming through, and it's it is. I'm the same with Alex. It's putting a smile on my face. I'm like Brad's the best, it. dude. I'm, I'm enjoying the listening best. to, to your so project. And you know, Dwayne told me you were number one, so I'm gonna have to have a talk with him. <laughs> well, well, so we're I'm, we're I'm in, kidding, we're, obviously. I, <laughs> I'm, we're number I'm one. Emailing, and you were number one. I'm <laughs> emailing Joe Rogan right now, and we're back and forth of like whose podcast is number one and i'm like joe hey listen i know you have your spotify deal but like here are apple uh, apple like subscribers (laughs) and everything you know no but but in all reality like in, in all seriousness man like i you you are describing everything that you've put into this and it makes me so happy listening to everything that you put into this. And I just feel like genuinely the love that you've put into this. And, and I just want to go listen to every single episode right now. Like it sounds so fun, man. It's, it's so good. I thank you, Alex. Yeah. You're welcome, man. And thank you, Ben. And I know, you know, I know what it is to podcast. I know you're, producing a lot more episodes than I'm producing and I know it's all happening live for better and worse tech glitches and yeah <laughs> me with my lights which went to crap anyway but uh, you know it got darker outside so it was inevitable right. but anyway you can't control everything and I know the post production work that any podcaster does is it's paramount it's gargantuan it's huge it's a lot of time it's a lot of energy and it's all art it's all part of storytelling whether it's nonfiction here in real time or it's something that's scripted like around the sun 
and um, produces fewer episodes, but at the same time, like you are, like what in the world is around the sun is on a year-long timeline from pre-production and me being introverted, writing my scripts by myself at my computer, to recording with these people, whoever they are, however visible or less visible they are. Uh, that doesn't matter. It's the talents telling the story that that is the connective tissue. That's it's a hybrid introverted, extroverted, and you two wonderful gentlemen, Ben and Alex, you're helping me to kind of put this stuff out in the world, which is an art in itself. And that doesn't come easily to me. So thank you. Yeah. Thank for you sure. for feeling the joy. It's definitely there. And, you know, it's doing the work. It's cliche, but I think doing the work is, I hate to say reward enough because if, it, if no one heard it, if it was just an arts and crafts project, I've done those my whole life and they're no less art. But I do appreciate that this project, this pandemic era project that's now spilled way beyond the pandemic has some eyes on it and it's out there. And, and I, I owe that disproportionately to the names that are attached to it because anyone who stumbles across this interview, unless they're a friend of your podcast or a friend of mine, they're probably interested in one of the names that might might come up in this interview so i owe a lot to those folks yeah for sure a amen to that you, the those like last three sentences that you just rattled off were very beautifully said like that was like poetry man so if if you're listening to this podcast rewind like 45 seconds like 50 seconds and listen to th th those again because that was brad that was fucking poetry i might get that as like a tattoo on my thigh or something <laughs> uh yeah no it was that was very beautifully said because art comes in so many different forms you know yeah. and i i honestly wish that i could be like a songwriter or like uh uh, someone that writes poetry or, you know, um, so many different like introspective, like deep, you know, like I'm going to get a sleeve on my arm and like write poetry, you know what I mean? But that's just, it's never been me, you know, like that's just never been me. But what has always been me is my brain just goes into that extra drive of like, Okay, you say God's real, but my brain's going to be like, okay, you say God's real, but let's go into that extra drive of like, why is God real? Prove to me that God's real. You know, like, prove to me that this Brad guy who like writes these audio episodes, like, let's really hear from him that like, his drive is like really pure and like really comes from like a good place. And when that like really all comes together, it sounds maybe like I'm on the spectrum or something or like I'm autistic, <laughs> but at the same time, it makes me so fucking happy, dude. Like 
that you're out there doing what you love to do. And uh, it, I, I, there's no other way to say it other than it makes me happy. Just and like you, sir. Just like Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just don't, sell your, just don't sell yourself short, Alex. This is this is our art. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. Yeah. Now, you, you may know, not be getting sleeves about it. I've got that covered. But, um, you know, this, <laughs> <laughs> this is our art. And getting to talk Can to... I yeah, go ahead. Be indulgent and share something that was shared with me at a... I'm going to say film festival, but that's mm -hmm. not the correct term because it was more than films. It was episodic content, continuous content, anthology content, which Around the Sun is. So I'm there and Around the Sun had been nominated for a number of awards and for whatever it's worth, we've won awards. Well, congratulations on that for sure. Well, thank you. That's awesome. How are we just not going to talk about that this... until now, first of all? Well, and now I'm kind of <laughs> defeating my own point, but the year we didn't win anything, I was a hint discouraged. Mm -hmm. And someone said to me, a, a personality from the project, I won't, I won't kiss and tell, but a personality who was there in the audience said to me, but did you create this to win awards? Was that the point? Was that the art? And of course, Amen. the answer is no. Right, That's not yeah. the art. That's not why we do this stuff. And in the moment, you know, everybody tells you how great it is. And, and I appreciate that. And I know it's genuine and you get, you have an expectation. You want a little award, you want right. a little trophy and you can't have expectations because then it's not about the art. Then it's about the, the, the prizes. The, yeah. And the accolades and everything. Yeah. That's way different than art. That's skews much more towards commerce mm -hmm. than art and uh, it's a tough tough road yeah. to straddle yeah it's, the listenerships the audience but the art mm -hmm. that's what it should be about in a perfect world right that's and and the second that you're doing it for a trophy or for the accolades or for the attaboys that's the second that you're not doing it for the reason that you should be doing it for you know yeah. when when ben and i first started this whole thing literally if we had two people view we were like holy shit man two people are watching us <laughs> like yeah. two people out there cho chose their sunday night to to spend with us like that's pretty cool yeah and, and now as we're you super... have said as one of you has said in one of the interviews that I've listened to, that's all you need. One or two people. Mm -hmm. Amen. Cliche, but true. And the true. cliches, you know, we shouldn't poo-poo cliches because there's <laughs> the a cliches reason for a reason. Yeah. There's truth in them. Yep. And now we're very excited that we have our consistent seven followers in Belgium or wherever they're <laughs> from over there that religiously awesome. listen every week after we upload an episode. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you now, all. Now now we're up from two to five people. So yeah. <laughs> we're getting there. Slow and steady growth. Six. Just a, a couple more than five. But you know, anyway. Yeah, six. <laughs> we we might get up to ten this week. But no, it, it, it doesn't matter, man. It it's it's so cool to connect with people that 
are doing really cool medium and are so clearly passionate about what they're doing. I, I feel like that's the, the one kind of, uh, jelly, if you will, between everybody, you know, that's, yeah. that's the one thing that everyone that we interview, um, has in common is that they're all very passionate about what they do. And it doesn't matter if we're interviewing people who have rap songs that are going to be historic for the rest of our lives, or if we're interviewing people who are near death survivors that, you know, are going to be, you know, maybe a hundred people know their names for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. Everyone really believes in what they do. And that's really at the end of the day, what, what you're after. Right. I mean, don't forget that you are giving me and those others a platform. So don't forget that you're helping them advance their cause or their project or whatever awareness they're trying to bring. So thank you. Yeah. Brad, we're just out here, people helping people. The luckiest people. I appreciate that you're getting my references. We're we're bases. Right. We're getting uh, absolutely, man. You're uh, w- what we're gonna have to do after this for sure is we're gonna have to have an episode where you and Dwayne are both on at the same time, mm. and uh, we'll we'll do that. In fact, I'm gonna be doing a. a the, our next round of bookings are gonna be people that we've already interviewed. And awesome. so I'm going to put you and Dwayne in the same category so we can have another episode of you and Dwayne and me and Ben. And that's going to be that's going to be a good one. A phenomenal sure. episode. I'm that already super excited about privilege. that. Yeah, no, I'm super I'm super stoked about that. That'll be an awesome episode. Yeah. We'll we'll do that for sure, because uh, well, before 2023 ends, so. Very, cool. very soon. We'll have season three out there. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be awesome. Yeah, we'll talk to you and Dwayne, and then we'll see how season three is doing. It'll be great. I'm excited for it. Ben, do you have any more questions? Um, no, I think I'm good. Um, I'm just very happy we got to talk to Brent tonight. It was just just the best conversation. What are we Back sitting at, at time wise right now? We are right about fifty five minutes, so pretty pretty good. Oh, we have five more minutes then. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, what other questions do I have? Um, do you have a embarrassing? How how do you know Dwayne? That's a good question. Mm, true. It is Dwayne and I met in 2012 in a writing class taught by Gretchen Cryer. Gretchen Cryer, I've heard her say in an interview that these days, many people know her as John Cryer's mother. I've heard her say that, so I'm not putting words in her mouth, but let me do some braggadocious things for Gretchen. Gretchen is a Grammy nominee She is a Drama Desk Award winner. She's the writer, 
lyricist of a number of original shows, most famously, I'm Getting My Act Together and Taking It On The Road, co-written with Nancy Ford. That's what was Grammy nominated. That is, I believe it's what she won a Drama Desk Award for, and she might be a two-time Drama Desk winner, her other big hit being The Last Sweet Days of Isaac. So Dwayne and I met in Gretchen's writing class, and it was a wonderful experience. It was, it was, gosh, over 10 years ago at this point, but that class for me was formative about when I stopped just keeping my art to myself, just keeping it internal as an arts and crafts project. After that class, I started putting things out there to, to see if there was an interest in what I had to say. And in the years since, I've realized, you know, to varying degrees, depending on the project, there is. And it all kind of culminates with Around the Sun, an episodic audio drama available wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts. Go pick it up. Who who's the most famous actor or actress you've ever worked with? Me. <laughs> <laughs> me, bitch. Was it's that me. A PC it's Britney. I Brits. love it. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Other than you, who is the most if it can't famous? Be me, it has to be Dwayne, Dwayne Scott Cerny. So. Oh yeah, let's go. How about Dwayne. this? Dwayne. I will tell you. Uh, ignoring my own projects, I will tell you. Um, I once got to do a scene in someone else's project opposite Brooke Shields. Oh wow. And Believe it or not, I had a little childhood crush on Brooke Shields. As did everyone. And I say, oh. believe it or not, you can make your own inferences. My husband's in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> I had a childhood crush on Brooke <laughs> But I think most people who saw Blue Lagoon and grew up in the 80s did. So it's okay. Oh, I so love it. <laughs> my next question is, how does your husband feel about Brooke Shields? <laughs> he also had a childhood crush. <laughs> how do you feel about Brooke Shields? He says he can, loves Brooke Shields. Can, can we meet your husband real Peters. quick? Can we He's meet your husband? Like that. I don't. I can't put him on the spot. But I'll. I'll give do, you. Wait. I'll do one better. Okay. I'll do one better. I'll okay. do one better. Hey, Brian, can you bring in your better half? Wait, better half would be me. <gasps> yeah, I was going to say, better half is you. Can you bring you. In our better half? Yes, oh, I can. the oh, dog cameo. Hi, puppers. Hi, bubby boy. You could open your eyes. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. This what a cute! No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's Moose. Moose. Moose wasn't too happy to be on camera either. That's she, a cute you know, She's popper. fifteen, so ah. she's usually sleeping. Fifteen. <laughs> Living the dream. Yeah. Snoozing wow. Treats. That's a cute pupper. So a cute puppers for Thank sure. You. Saw mine for also just a second. Also looks like you know, a puppers who looks like every day is four twenty. 
<laughs> oh boy. Well, I think if I I don't have anything else, Alex, you have anything else? I I don't have anything either, honestly. Right. You you just bring me so much joy. You're such a a happy guy. Such such a good soul and uh it's it's been such a joy having you on the podcast, man. Honestly. Thank you both. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Ben. Yeah, Thank you, Ben's family. Thank you, people in Brussels. Brussels, Melbourne, I think actually Brussels Belgium. is where Brussels. Brussels. Yep. That's where we still have a pot of people who uh awesome. listen to us every week. So and thank shout you, out Dwayne. to Brussels. And shout out Dwayne. Shout out to Wayne. And and honestly, I'm I'm not joking at all. Uh you will be included in an email to where we set up you and Dwayne as uh our guests on the podcast. Probably sooner than later because we uh I'm booking sooner than later for guests, so awesome. I'm down. We're 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 gonna be revisiting a lot of the guests that we've had this season as a wrap up to season one, kinda if you will. So awesome. It'll be dope. Well, thank you for having me on this episode. Thank yes. you for helping to promote around the sun. Yeah, of course. And uh yep, just so everybody that's at home listening or whenever you listen later. Um, both the links to Around the Sun's website and Brad's website are going to be in the description of this video, and they're going to be in the show notes for wherever they go live on you know, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple, all that. So it'll all be there for you guys to easily go and find it and listen to Brad's work. We would appreciate it very much. Brad will appreciate it very much, and everybody will be very happy at the end of the day. And I would appreciate it if the five, six, six hundred, five hundred, six thousand, seven thousand of us watching what in the world liked and rated and reviewed but only if you have nice things to say because you're not creating content so you know if you have nice things to say you should say it but if you don't have anything nice to say don't say it at all exactly tell them brad brad tell them brad brad did my promo for brad (laughs) brad did my my youtube promo for me so i don't have to do that takes care of that thank you brad I'm I'm telling you, Brad, your husband is uh, going to be in trouble for all of the compliments I'm about to give you because I, I, I love this. I love this man, Brad. Brad is such a good dude. What I most appreciate in here, I mean, thank you. And also my concern in pitching the project is that I always sound... Like I'm pitching too much, so I'm, <laughs> no, I'm glad you did well. my my soft core is coming through. No, you're uh, you're perfect, brother. Soul is coming through. <laughs> no, you did well, but uh, so yeah. With that, um, thank you. Excuse you, sir. Hey, it's enough. Sorry, my 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 puppers looking at the window. That's your puppy growling at people because he has no sense of boundaries. That's your puppy. Yep. Next time Uh, we'll have to get them to say hi. He he might. 
<laughs> but no, thank you so much for coming on and taking the time with us tonight. Um, we won't take up any thank more you, of your ben. time. Thank you, Alex. Um, but yeah, it was a great conversation. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, until next time, Brad, when we have you and Dwayne on together, be well and continue yeah. pushing out your project because the passion that you have for it is just amazing. And I know Alex and I are very excited to see where it goes. Thank you. Yeah. I, I will be listening. I will be very excited and, uh, I'll be even more excited until we get a, uh, podcast with Dwayne and you and me and Ben going. That'll be, that'll be sick. That'll be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We'll we'll be booking that soon. So, I look forward to it. And on that note, am I supposed to sign myself out? I I can sign you out. Yeah, either one. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. This this has been just kick me out. <laughs> this has been Brad. Brad has all of the accolades that we have previously mentioned. He knows very many famous people, uh, voice actors, if you will. And so this has been Brad. Everyone clap. I don't have, I don't have a clapping sound effect. I'm sorry. Thank you, Brad, for joining us tonight. Have a great night. Thank you very much. We'll see you later. I wish I had a clapping sound effect, but I don't. <laughs> All right, you're kicking me out, right? Yep. Yep. You're Love good. you, buddy. Thank Love you. you, Brad. Thank Love you. Love you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. I'm gonna keep doing this till you kick me out. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh Christ. The soundboard went bananas. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh what an interview. Chat. That was so fun. That was a good time. Oh my god, I hope I muted it so I got some of it out of there. It probably all just kept going. I've got the damn I've got the fucking Soviet national oh, anthem just blaring boy, in the background funny. of that. Oh goodness, Chad, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh i'm sorry anyways uh chat um we will not have a podcast next week unfortunately uh no you'll be in in omaha omaha for a little bit what freaking go i will be there for a little bit i will be always gonna be in the omaha yep 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 uh but yeah you and i you and i are playing in a golf tournament next weekend so i'm gonna need you to bring your a game i am going to have because really bring it yeah don't suck at golf ben i'm going to try my best not to maybe maybe we'll set up a uh a podcast of just you and i chit chat next week we might be able to do it if we did it on like Saturday if we're not too tired from golf because I will be leaving Sunday morning. Dude, let's yeah. 
we're we're we'll going to do out. it. We'll figure it. We'll yeah. figure it out. We're going to set up a podcast of us you sitting might get around. Lucky. You might get lucky. Though. You might get. Lucky. Anyway, okay. Anyways, but uh, anyway, chat. You guys have a great night. We got to get out of here. Our fantasy draft is live right now. If I look a little distracted, that's why because I just pulled it up and I'm probably losing out on all good players. So my team. It's not suck. our fantasy draft, oh, yeah. right? It's the boys' one. It's it's live right now. Oh, it's ours. Ah, cheese and crackers. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not my looking word. Chingao Sumadre. Okay, well, but anyways, I, all right, we're we're, <laughs> we're all out, gonna chat. go. <laughs> we okay, got, we gotta go. Bye. Love you, Love you guys.